All right, ladies and gentlemen, we back again, and it, it felt like a while. It felt like a while. It's been about a week. Yeah, Give y'all a week break. We was just trying to let y'all breathe real quick. Yeah. Just letting y'all breathe, but we back again. This is another episode, episode number four of But What Do I Know? It's your boy, Craig Keon. And it's your boy, Cook. And we back like we never left. Brack. So... You know, we just gonna be real gradual, ease into it. We don't wanna, we don't wanna be too jarring in the beginning. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, ain't nothing really crazy been going on too particular in our world. You know, we are gonna talk about some basketball a little bit later on. Talk about some other things I just been seeing on my my timeline via social media on my feed. All these other things that's really going on. Um, and just some some things we've been excited about in general. Like for example, super excited about Disney Plus. <laughs> Netflix, Hulu, uh, shit, uh, um, HBO Go, I don't know. Oh, oh, all y'all, y'all in trouble. That's all I'm going to say. Y'all in trouble. And maybe not Hulu because y'all owned by Disney, so I guess y'all under the same umbrella. But okay. anywho, I'm telling y'all, Disney Plus is going to be a problem. They already got my money. I'm pissed off because <laughs> I already got a, like three subscriptions to like three different services. But, yo, they already got my money, man. They got like... All the old 90s Marvel cartoons that's going to be um, on there. Anything you can think of that been on Disney. Okay, okay. Um, I was going to ask you what yeah. the catalog was looking yeah, like. Yeah, bro. So they got all the Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Pretty much most of the shows that you can think of that been on Disney. So mm. even Zack and Cody, Sweden. <laughs> like, bro. It be, every- even you got to go. You got to pull back like. We talking about that so Raven type. Exactly, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. All those shows that's gonna be on there. Uh, High School Musical. Whoever was weird watching that, it's like no, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing. But yeah, no, um, they they actually bro going to do another like movie. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, yeah, that, they were that doing was it for big, another movie. Yeah, yeah but honestly, big. the biggest thing I'm I'm excited about, and if you know me, you know I go crazy with the Marvel. I I love the whole thing they're doing with the MCU right now. But pretty much all those MCU movies, they're all going to eventually be on that platform. Mm-hmm. Now, with some that's still lingering with other deals like Netflix and yeah, yeah. other, you know, so they're kind of going to ease their way into the threshold. But for the most part, a large majority of them, like I'm talking about 90%, is going to all be on the Disney uh, streaming service as well. Yeah, that's lit. That's going to do. You feel me? So, and then you got um, the fact that uh, Fox uh, was bought out by Disney. So oh, you get really? all their you get their whole catalog as well. Wow. So we okay. talking about the Simpsons and you know all that stuff, bro. Okay. You feel me? So that's gonna be on the streaming platform. Mm. And then the uh, key thing to me though is like especially with the MCU stuff, uh, Star Wars. That's another big franchise that's gonna be all on there. So all yeah. the Star Wars movies. They even got original content like new Star Wars shows and stuff coming out. And that was gonna be my point about the MCU. Is that they got shows coming out that's actually tying into the movies. Mm. So you know how Netflix will have Daredevil and Luke Cage and right, right. But okay. it never had anything to do with the movies, and you never saw those characters jump in the movies. Yeah. So like with this, they got Jeremy Renner that played Hawkeye and who played Scarlet Witch and all those characters. Like they're they have shows. You feel me? That that's gonna be like a show series that you would see on Netflix, like as a Netflix original, but those shows are actually going to tie and be a part of the bigger story in the movies and the box office. And I just thought, like, wow, Damn. that's genius. Yeah. So you pretty much set yourself up to be able to feed your viewers content 
constantly, bruh. Yeah, nonstop. So even when we not showing these movies, oh, you know, the TV series is going to be in between mm-hmm. and it's going to tie into it. So you got to pay attention to that. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. So it's just going to keep building and just being something crazy. And I feel like that that move was so crucial. It was so big. Um, and it's going to be underrated. But slowly but surely, I think Disney is really going 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 to put their foot on a lot of people's necks. Take over again? Uh, again. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, bro. That's a fact, man. But... Um, but yeah, other than that, yeah, life life been going going good. You know, just working, always got our head down, tunnel vision, staying focused. Yeah. Um, on us on a. Uh, nah, focus, yeah. You know what I'm nah, yeah. I definitely, I, I definitely want, you know, our, our viewers to 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 you know just send out a prayer to to my family, man. We've been going through a hard time. Yes, sir. My my uh, my stepfather is dealing with cancer right now, so. You know that's really the main reason why we kind of been like on a delay is because it's just a lot of a lot of stuff going on. So absolutely, just bear with us, and um, you know he getting getting stronger, getting better. But you know it's a process, so you know. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. And those times is definitely key to you know key and lock in with the family, man. And that's that's the biggest thing. That's more important than anything. Uh, so right. so yeah, if we got to step away from the pile for a little bit, that's what it's just gonna have to be. Um, but. I, I definitely think our, our audience will definitely be understanding of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on another uh, like serious tip, um, to just jump back in the pod, another subject I definitely want to touch in with you on uh, that we was going to uh, chop it, uh, last week um, was the um, that a cop from Texas, Aaron Dean, yeah. he was charged officially with murder okay. um, for um, basically, bro, they're killing a, a Tatiana Jefferson. Excuse me if I'm mispronouncing her name. A Tatiana? Yep. Um, but she was uh, basically her neighbor from across the street. He did a wellness check for her because basically he was saying, hey, her screen door is like closed, but her, her other door is open and kind of been open all day. I just want to do a wellness check. I haven't really seen no nobody moving around or you know, doing anything in another house has just kind of been like that. So from there, that's when the cop appeared, and then they have the footage that you can see online of the interaction. So the cop is at the door. He goes to the door. He doesn't really announce himself. He doesn't announce himself as a police officer either. Um, so he starts heading towards the back, like around around the front door, towards the garage, kind of towards his right. And then he goes back towards the garage and then kind of turns around and looks back at the other door, the screen door, or or the window. So he's mm-hmm. looking through the window. And then you can just hear him say, um, like, freeze. Yeah, freeze. Da-da-da-da-da. And immediately shoot from that point on. So there was no instance of trying to, you know. Re- avoid the situation. Exactly, avoid any situation or getting to put the gun down or trying to invite with this situation or even for, because honestly, in, in the greatest point is anybody in that situation, because she was with her, I believe her nephew, mm-hmm. I'm not sure how old he was, but she was up with her nephew um, and, you know, watching him, but just, you know, kind of enjoying them playing and, and, you know, just having fun. So in that instance, and especially in a state like Texas, where they pretty much have similar laws to like the stand your ground laws in, in Florida and things like that and, and the ability to, you know, if you feel threatened within your household, you have every right to, you know, do what you deem necessary if you have, you know, a firearm to defend yourself. So, even with that being said, this woman, in her position, had every right to be a little startled because mm-hmm. watching the video with the audio, you understand that at no point in time 
was she be able to identify who he was him as a police officer mm. at all whatsoever Man. nor did he even give her the ample opportunity to make that evaluation himself yeah then try to announce it you feel me with just the what I call an execution pretty much flat out Facts, just the execution bro so um it's very sad because I don't it's not in Texas but it's in a it's in a city Near very it. very close and I believe they say it's about 45 minutes away so just to have that situation with both um gene yeah you know and I seen something interesting about that too as well um but just to have that situation happen and then literally a week later you had this happen. Well, I mean, you got you forgot, you know, his home, it, uh, both on his neighbor. Oh, yeah, yeah, neighbor. yeah, his neighbor. But that's what I was going to touch on, too. I know. I heard it was a little deeper than what we had Because thought. now they're talking about how the uh, the cop, the female cop that was arrested, I can't even, Amber Geyer, mm -hmm. um, they're talking about how now she's looking to appeal the sentence that she was given. Mm. And they said it's, it's very convenient that she decided to appeal now when the key witness to her being, you know, it's sentenced dead. to what she sentenced is now dead. Mm. So like now it's like people are going like crazy on Twitter with like the conspiracies and stuff like that. But it's it's all it's all legitimate. It's all shaky. It's, it's shaky as hell from the jump. It's shaky as hell. But now it's just like how things are unfolding. And let there be a situ. Let it come down to that appeal going through. Bro, or it's not. I'm being real. It's not gonna be shit. It's gonna be what it is. If she she's not gonna get out tomorrow, but she's gonna probably get out like any yeah, you behavior. know what I mean? Exactly. Good behavior. Yeah. You served about six years. You know what I mean? Honestly, that's probably qualified for about ten. And it is gonna be something like that. But like, she yeah, man, that that stuff is over with, bro. Yeah. That 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 to me is just is just wow. We definitely I guess we gotta sit and wait and see how everything play out, but at what point do we stop being like, oh, coincidence, coincidence, co exactly? Like, Something, it's it's all it's it's equaling up. It's it's math. Like, come on. And uh, and and that's what I was gonna say too. It's like, how many more times can we just have these like reports on stuff like this? And it's like, like it's I don't know, man. What what's the result? Like, how do we change? Like, that's you know, the, that's the, the outcome. That's the that's the million dollar question, man. Um. I, I'm I'm a firm believer that violence begets more violence. But with that being said, it's a certain it's a certain pride and a certain, you know, just putting your foot down that you gotta have to at a certain point because it's like even if it is, okay, we the only ones that value our lives, then fuck it. That's what it's gonna have to be. We value our lives, black lives, and if it's just gonna be a high value amongst the black people. That's what's gonna have to be, but it's gonna mm -hmm. have to get to a point where it's just like putting all your faith and trust into what we thought was for us is not built for us. It's not. And the fact that you deal with systematic racism in levels of the judicial system and things like that, it's like we either have to make a movement to do this differently 
to implant new faces and things like that in those systems to know that there's somebody representing us with our best interests at heart. Right. Or we just have to say we're, we don't abide by these rules anymore because it's evident that, that we're not, they're not working for us. Facts, man. And, and let's be clear. We you know we're not racist. We have like, you know, white friends, like this our friends of all ethnicities, yeah, all backgrounds. Ex exactly. Like, and yeah. it's, it's not even about that, but but it's it, just it like, does come with, and it's it's about the history. Once you right. once you start to under understand the history, and 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 what it means, because at the end of the day, no matter how hard I try to be educated and just articulate it to you as well as I can, mm -hmm. if you're not black, I can't. You yeah. can't experience the black experience mm -hmm. without being experienced. So as yeah. much as I want to tell you and talk about it, I can't make you fixate on my reality. But right. what, or what I am asking you to do is try to understand what this experience may be like and mm -hmm. the other implications and the ramifications that might come mm -hmm. al along with it and how somebody in that situation could get to a point where I feel like this is my only way to see change because... We've tried X, Y, and Z. Right, And right. that's just really what it come down to. Like, so, and, and that's why I just feel like it's missing. Just like, a lot of not, not understanding and seeing it from one point, and it's mm -hmm. just like... Everybody want to see it from their point of view. Exactly. But that, that's why I love this this platform and, and be, being able to hold these type of conversations yeah. because, uh, yeah, man, it's a, it's a... Our apologies. We had a little bit of a technical difficulties, but we back again. But uh, pretty much just to, just to jump right back into it, man. Um, like the key that I was saying, like, is, it's just, and I'm gonna let you continue cause I know you got cut off, but I was just gonna say like, and that's the key to me is just understanding like, yeah. and, and we're going to touch into another topic too, after this, that just kind of lead into like that understanding about like what it means to be black in America or what it means to be white in America or Hispanic or, you know, right. all, all these Ooh. other ethnicities. Like we can't say we pride ourselves on being a mixing pot of the world and right. that we embrace all these different cultures and mm -hmm. we're the land of freedom and, da -da 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 -da. We, we, and like, we don't even understand each other. We don't even understand each other. And we, we and we, we damn sure don't embrace each other. I was about to say, we don't even really try. So, so At that, all. you know what I mean? So At that's, all. yeah. So you, yeah. Oh, bruh. And it's, and it's like, it could be people born in this country that comes from a different background, but since they don't fit what we consider American, American, it's all their foreign. You feel not me? Like, and it's, it's just, yeah. and that's just like that. Woo. That that mindset of intolerance and is if why they don't, if they don't match and look or think and act like me, then they are like, and that that to me is always going to lead to negative results, bro. Yeah, that's why you know. Our, our culture and, j and just the, the time frame that we live in now is just so insensitive. They don't really, because nobody is trying to tap into Fair. what somebody else's reality may be. And, and I think I think it's because we traded too much of who we are to these digital avatars, like what our name or whatever mm. it is on Instagram and Twitter and right. Facebook. You, and you got a, a alter ego that you can you actually push. And I could push that. And I could be as Brashful and racist as I want to be I, behind I can, my social media. And I, you shit can, I like can that. literally like, advertise it and, and get a following you know behind what I mean? like, my and, alter ego. And it's so much energy that affects people's real lives on this digital life or your digital platform. And, and that's why I just feel like it's important to key in on still those interpersonal connections in real everyday life. Because yeah. in just my personal experience, and I can't talk for everybody else, but I feel like it's more people 
like me than there are people not like me. But we want, we all want the same thing. Exactly. We all want to go home want, at the end exactly, of the day, bro. <laughs> uh, to our families. Exactly. Be loved. Uh, laugh. Be fed. Be fed. You know, smile. Uh, you know, enjoy the the wind, the breeze. <laughs> it's fall time, bro. It's beautiful that's outside. It. <laughs> like, stop stressing. That's it, man. That's all. It, that's all it come down to. And um, <laughs> and I feel like honestly, this segue perfectly into what we was gonna uh, kind of touch on next. And that was gonna be um, like the use of the N word in. And when I say N word, I mean nigga. I can say it. <laughs> <laughs> was, I can say the shit. Look, I was gonna be censored and say I started looking like, damn, whose show is this shit? Damn. <laughs> but listen, when I say when I say the N word, I mean nigga. I'm just being sensitive to all our listeners out there because yeah. I don't know how. Fuck I don't it. give a fuck. Yeah. But listen, I'm saying this because I brought it up, and it's because I seen it a lot on the timeline, bro. Last week, <laughs> it was a lot of arguments, and you know. And to be honest, the only opinions that matter is how black people feel about this shit. Facts. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. I don't. If you're not in the black community, in all respect, and you can take it how you want to take it, but your opinion does not matter on the use of the N word. Yeah. No matter how it makes you feel uncomfortable, it's, comfortable, or you want to, you oh, feel like unincluded, get used to it. You don't have a say in how the <laughs> word is distributed. Get used or, to or, it. Or what we can say, and that's just because. And we took that negative and we turned it into what we turned it into, and now it's a part of the culture, and, right. and we keep that, and that's and that's for us, and it just is what it is. Yep. It may be crazy, you don't, don't understand it. We don't gotta explain it. We that's don't what I was gotta explain. Say. You feel me? And it yeah. just is, and it just is what it is. So when I say the feedback and the arguments and shit, I'm talking about other black people. I just wanted to, I just wanted to put that out there. So I don't want y'all to think everybody's opinion matter because I just want to let y'all know flat out, like this, <laughs> these are the people I'm seeing. So. Amongst black people, I seen the argument about who can say the N word, or and if they can, uh, in what context can they say it in? So, for instance, it's some people who feel like, um, like Hispanics, Afro Latinas, um, and such, they can use the N word just as freely as black people can. It's right. some people who don't feel that way, but it's some people who feel like. Um, say performers or such and such, they feel like, hey, if I if my fans is screaming the N word at my concerts while I'm performing a song, then it is what it is. That's the song they just singing along. I mean, but you but know, money, other... money play a part in that. Exactly, money do play a part in that. But every it's other people who who had to pick, and then it's other people who just like flat out, if you're not black, don't say the fucking word. That... Period. Point blank. And they just firm on that, and then it just is what it is. So I just, I just wanted to see like kind of what your thoughts was on it, um, how you, how you feel. I think I, I know you, so I, I pretty much know how you feel. But just for the people, you yeah. know, and then you know, now, we can go from there. Facts. I mean, really, truly, bro. I just think that, uh, you know, when it comes to like expect, uh, you know, expanding people, uh, like Mexicans, I think it is a little sensitive, man. Like they, they don't, you know, yeah, they dealt with a lot of struggle, but. I, Really, what it really, what I what I really want to say is that we need to take the power out of it. You know what I mean? Because everybody wants to use it anyway. You know what I mean? And we gotta understand how much power we really hold, which is being the the the, the trendsetters to the world. We took a word, you know, a word that was used to dehumanize us, and now everybody want to say it to say, bro, look at this, nigga, look at this. You know what I mean? So, cause I got a coworker that actually talks like that, like, and then. Because he's around me, he like, I'm, I mean, I'm sorry, but 
bro, look at the, you know what I mean? Because I told like, you know, so at the end of the day, we just got to take the power out of it. We, if we understand our history, we know that we're really kings and queens. So that nigga word was just placed a, a, upon us just to make us feel a certain type of way. And be very, very, very clear. There's a big ass difference between, between nigga and, and nigger. And that's facts. And that's facts. And it's fucking facts. But so, yeah, be very clear. So, be so, very clear. And, and, we talk about two different things. Nah, we talk about the word nigga in particular. Nah, and you're right. And, yeah. and that's what, and, and you're right. And so that's a difference. And that's why we got to take, you know, the, the power out of it. You know, like it's so funny because I'm, I'm kind of dealing with that right now with my, my, my daughter. She's. Two years old and she's saying, "Shut up, shut up, shut up." Yeah, yeah. You feel yeah, me? I see with my niece and nephews. So they just start repeating and saying stuff. They so, don't know the words meaning behind it. You feel me? So what that is is I realize every time I get at her about saying it or or whatever, she want to say it more when she get around different people or yeah, whatever. Because yeah. you put power into it. You know that if I put energy behind it, she gonna react. She now I want to be bad. Ha ha, dad gonna get mad. Let me say what I want to like, say. Oh, oh, that's gonna give me attention. So you know now <laughs> I don't really respond. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. I may just say a little whatever, whatever, but I don't really react to it. And now, you know, she probably, you know, here shortly, clearly it's a phase, but she's gonna draw out of that. Nah, and, and, and that's what it, it all comes down to, man, is just, Take the power out of it. Exactly, because I feel like there's no in between. Either the word has power in it, right, or there's no power at all. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's no in between, bro. So it's just like we can't pick and choose if it just if it just come out one mouth and it's just like, oh, that's that fucked up my day because I heard it come out of da 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 da. But I hear all day and, and night bouncing off the eardrums of, of like people that look like me and now. You feel me? But black people need to choose. We need to choose which one, which black we want to be. Do we want to be black kings and queens or do we want to be black niggas or black niggers? You know what I mean? And it's just that simple. You know what I mean? And if you cling on to what I said as far as kings and queens, then we understand that. But I feel like that's part of the key too because it might not, because as you said, king, queen, or like black niggas, niggers. Like, it's some people... Well, not the nigger part, but it's some people who doesn't see the power, not the power in that, but just necessarily, like, it doesn't di- differentiate between the two. Like, I say nigga with the ease as I say, like, bro or something like that. And well, it's just yeah. me talking in particular to, like, a but, certain... But that's what I mean as far as about being, like, you know, taking the power out of it and not reacting to it so much. You know what I mean? So if you hear somebody say nigga, you're not really... Affected to it because you're tapped more into the king and queen side of you being black, not picking up the slavery part of you being black. You so get let me saying? let me ask you this: Do you think the word should be said at all? It's some OGs who feel like we shouldn't be saying nigga. So at so, all. so so that's that's so, the same as a cuss word. So in my reality, I wish we would do away with the word. But let's be like, but in in real reality, the only solution, because that's what I'm about, I'm about solutions, is just taking the power out of it, about how we are affected by it. So if you, it's, you know what I mean? So, I mean, clearly nobody should ever let nobody run down the street and say, nigga, 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 or nothing like that. But we shouldn't be, you know what I mean? We too far ahead mentally to be react. I, like, I feel like it's a complex one, because I feel like even to start a movement to take the power from the word, we'll be given the word power. You think? Yeah. Because I mean, it's like now it's really taboo to say this shit, my yeah. nigga. You feel me? 
I mean, all right, you feel me? So now it's even more power in me saying it because because ain't nobody really tripping on me. Exactly, exactly. Or not even not even tripping on you, but it's just like I'm trying to take power from the word. So either it's it's not it's not considered necessarily like hurtful or abrasive to anybody <laughs> else. But like within the black community, it's not for real. Yeah. But if anybody else say it, it's like that, it's, it's venomous. Yeah. So it's like me trying to get to a point where it's like, all right, we gonna stop trying to say this word. I feel like that 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 alone gives the word more power because yeah. now it's like not only did you take it from somebody outside the culture saying it, it's like within the culture, you trying to do want to hear y'all it. say it at all period too. But I mean, that's and what, I feel like you just created a divide amongst the already divided people. But well, so we shouldn't cling to anything that strongly, honestly. You know what I mean? If it ain't nothing really pop, like super duper positive, we shouldn't cling to it. So it shouldn't create a real div- division, honestly. But I just, I just, um, I just, I feel like that's the beauty in it, though. The fact that it's not positive. I feel like literally the black experience in America has see, been taking the bullshit we've been throwing our way and turning that into, into what into makes what sense to us. To the point where, oh shit, let me get, <laughs> let me get micros, like. Let nah. me where it is. Let me talk like this. Like, but maybe, and maybe. that was something to be a part of versus, damn, I'm glad I ain't like, like, it's people from the outside looking in where they won't, they literally want everything about the black experience except for the being black part. Bro, what, bro, you, you saying it exactly, but what, what it is, bro, is we need a paradigm shift. We need what we think and what we know as being regular now, and we, we need a whole new reality, bro. I, I agree, but I feel like that, a paradigm shift is more so about our ability to consider the thought of it, something outside of ourselves it's, it's on the versus way. us all agreeing on one accord. It's on the way. The knowledge that's being spit out to... we amongst it, though. That's what I'm saying. The knowledge that's being spit out to us on a daily basis through Facebook ads and, and videos and it's a lot of facts you know what I mean that run through people's timelines on a daily basis you know what I mean so it's waking a lot of people up and and that's why honestly it's, it's hard to be um, you know sens- sensitive to like drug addicts and stuff like that in today's times because you pretty much see the layout of how your life gonna be if you do this type of drug if you do that type of drug you know what I mean so it's like we we know what we know now it's about acting, acting on it. You know what I mean? I what you're saying. You get what I I'm saying? saying? It's yeah. like it's it's like we we didn't seen all these stories before. Now it's it's about changing it and understanding who we truly are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we having conversations off the mic that we I mean we would have never thought we would really be truly having and, and having and, and and really gaining true understanding. You know what I mean? No, nah, and I feel like that's the that's the power in today's society and why we're not so. It, I, and honestly, we are because no matter what, it's somebody on the other end that wants that has a different agenda than you, mm-hmm. and they want you to go with that agenda. But with that being said, I do feel like there is a certain higher level of responsibility amongst us, bro, in this generation because of that, mm-hmm. because we have more access, access to that information. Yep. So it's like, really, what's your excuse? <laughs> exactly. It ain't really about all oh, they they hide it in books and da da da. We got access and blah blah blah. Mm. And that's that's a key it's point. It's somebody that read it and they talking about it on the internet for you, bro. Right. So it's like, at what point is it about the access 
or something being restrictive versus your own willingness to, to go about it and, and, and do it. But at the same time, I'm careful with that just because everybody is in a different situation, a different circumstance, a different predicament. And one thing I can't acknowledge is that we all in our own damn timeline, no matter how bad we want some shit to shake. So I can't blame nobody who ain't where I'm at mentally. Absolutely. Because just, I understand it might not be your time yet. Maybe in two years, shit, you pass what I'm oh, thinking about. You, absolutely. You, you moving because that's, the, that's, that's just how the how world works. Yeah, that's how the world so. works. But that's what we that's what we honestly sit back and pray on is that everybody just take that journey whenever they take it. Exactly. And so hopefully and, then, and that's why I, I was saying I feel like it's more about the willingness to think outside of yourself because I feel like that's the biggest key. As soon as you get comfortable into who you are, I mean like purely comfortable, like <laughs> nothing else is penetrating my mind or my thoughts or like this is just who I am this is what it's gonna be mm-hmm. and I'm moving this way and this is what I do so whether that's getting up for work or school or this is just my reality mm-hmm. but if you have the capacity to just for two seconds think outside of like what it would mean to, to have nothing or, or just to have nothing if I yeah. got it all or vice versa right. or if I don't got nothing just picture myself having it all and what right. it takes to even get that or you know so many things that, that can implement it bro so that's why I feel like just the understanding because I, I don't know. Just the history of, of, of mankind. Mankind. It's been damn near fucking impossible to get everybody on one accord at one time. I don't even... I don't think it's ever really... Well, it ever was. really considered. It, it, it was. It was a time. It's a time that we don't speak of a lot. And those, it's those ancient African times, bro. Even though it was some that rebelled. I Everybody mean, well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's it's always, always, always. You know, that was my point. But yeah, I, we, I definitely think we were more a, a more dignified, like, yeah. you know, more spiritually in tune. Because th- things were before. simple and, th- you know, and they were trying to figure things out. You know what I mean? I feel like things were, I think, I feel like things were just as complex, but... Well, yeah. It was a different standard we put in the forefront that always kind of steered us and guided us to like what I felt like was was you know a, a good foundation to build upon. Yeah, it it was it was like the like I, I guess we could say like the marketing scheme of what they you know like that's exactly. just what they were like you know they they dressed the way they dressed they prayed the way they prayed. And then, you know, through time. And that's what I'm really going to say without yeah. saying it, but I feel like spirituality was the forefront exactly. of those times. Exactly. So that foundation is a little bit more sturdier to build on. Now, mm-hmm. granted, I do feel like that was manipulated and used to kind of to penetrate the minds of people to be influential and to get society to think and behave and act how you want them to do yeah. that. Slave, menta- like, slave mentality. Exactly. So, I, But I feel like even before that, though, that period of... of you know, trying to, you know, turn it into, to, you know, being manipulative about it and being deceitful about it. Before that, I feel like definitely it was a positive because it's a better foundation because think about it. If you look at it from a spiritual perspective or even a mental perspective, bruh, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that final denominator is always going to be you mm-hmm. and what your ability is and your capacity to learn or think or to expand your mind or mm-hmm. your spirit or, you know, and or, to build or to upon do. that. Yep. But as soon as you put it on something physical that you have no control over, I feel like that's when you boil over into the other issues. So money, for instance. Mm-hmm. We're a money-driven society. We're a capitalist society. You feel me? A, a military-industrial industry. So how many of us are really in control of that value? 
if money is the is the is the common denominator that makes this whole bitch go around, how many of us is really in control? And I don't mean like being able to clock in for your job. I mean really being able to to distribute what you need to distribute for what you feel like is is beneficial to your well being. Bro, bro, and fact. that's a very small percentage of us, bro. Bro, what you just said was facts, and 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 I'm gonna drop some uh, another little little, little gem. Is that like we was talking off off air, which was uh was it Mansa Musa, yeah, which is the the richest known you know uh, uh person to ever walk the earth, which so happened to be from Africa, bro. He flooded Egypt. He him and, and millions of like probably hundreds of thousands, millions of people traveled to Egypt, and he flooded the whole you know Egypt with with gold. He he gave poor poor people you know gold and stuff like that to the point where the currency was no longer valued. So then they so so Egypt had had went through a tough time in their ecosystem to where they couldn't function. They didn't, you know, cuz they had to figure out another source of of money, you know what I mean, to to trade. So with that being said, that 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 resonated with me and it, it was it's basically if if somebody who can be so rich could just give out all this money or all this gold and currency and and it, it can drive down the economy that lets you that lets you know that it has to be people at the bottom for the people exactly. at the top that's, to that's what we live in, to, to to exactly. sustain what they have exactly. and that's what it is so so that's why we have to immediately understand that it's going to always be people at the bottom you just got to make sure you at the top Either that, or we decide that it's a different way to. to or to, yeah, to but go you know, about it. and that's but, the but to be honest, if it's random white ray, I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that because the idea of our society is, you are able to propel yourself anywhere in life based on the work ethic, the attitude that you have in this life that you put out. But living life, we understand that's not reality because there's so many other factors exactly. that go into what you do. Mm -hmm. So. What we feel like is our goal or our start, our start line. Somebody could be fucking a light year ahead just because of other factors that put them in a better place in society that gives them a head start. Now, granted, that don't mean we're going to end at a lower place or, or vice versa. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But we understand that what we project is our reality or what we want America to be about isn't necessarily reality because there are a lot of other factors that go into living this life see the factor that we don't factor in as being black americans in this country is that we were set back 400 years so what was talked about as far as equity and money and this and how to start a business and marketing and average we couldn't even talk about we didn't even know what was going on we was just the consumers of it all so you get what i'm saying so with us being this far back behind and then you starting to see this type of you know, force being created with all these uh, revolutionary people trying to create another paradigm. That's what it's all about is that we starting to wake up and with AI and with the internet, you can't stop what's going on. Nah, you get what I'm saying? And, that, and that's what it all is, bro. We're literally 400 years behind. And even, even I seen on, on trending on Twitter today talking about, it was like Civil War was trending on Twitter. I was hoping a guy that was talking about Captain America movie or some shit. <laughs> these niggas was talking about if, Donald Trump gets impeached, it will start a civil war. Mm. And I guess it was some referee, I think an ex-NFL referee or something like that, basically kind of like 
back in what he said. Now, why that sparked it to like really train on Twitter was is just outrageous to me. But it's just like to 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 really feel comfortable with that statement. To me, I feel like you don't really understand the implications of what you're really saying. You are saying that people, because of their differences and their unwillingness to get over those differences, is going to result in the loss of millions of lives. There shouldn't be... And I understand it. If you say that and feel that way, that's fine. But I don't feel like there should be a comfortable attitude with that. Like, hey, y'all better know what y'all doing. If y'all, if y'all keep going forward with this, like, so it's like now, not only are, are you backing somebody, the majority of the country isn't in agreement with, but now you have this bully attitude, like, we shit, gonna it's going to be what it is going to be, or I promise it's going to be blood on somebody's hands when it's just like, and it's just like, bro, we're in 2019 going into 2020. And we still talking about And we still talking about this remedial barbaric ass shit, like, Come on. But the it, reason why, I'm, I'm sorry, but I, I think the reason why we, we, we still talking about this is because it's, it's shit like, like the movie, like The Purge and, and having all those series, all those different, you know. those ideas. You feel that's like that? what it is. I think, I think a purge is not so much of a, of a one day holiday. I think it's an all day, every day, 365 day event. And that's what we starting to see. You know what I mean? If you really... Think of the concept of what the purge is all about. We've been getting killed since the shit no, dropped. I, honestly, that's sometimes what it takes. It takes that exaggeration exactly. of something that's normalized to even get people to consider the frame of mind. Like, damn, that'd be dark as fuck if it was really one day where you can do whatever the fuck you that's want. That's what I'm saying. But, but it's some people who live in that reality where they literally can get away police officers, people in law, politicians exactly. that literally do whatever the fuck they want. And, that's, and that's how I think the purge is being implemented. And I'm not saying that somebody's like, yeah, but that's just what I see. So when you speak of, um, what, what was you, what was you saying? Um, mm. What was it about? Uh, what uh, was I talking about earlier? Yeah, what we was just talking about. You just talking about like the shit, I don't even know. Yeah, bro, I'm tripping. <laughs> but, but, but basically... I just feel like, bro, it's just it's just implementing like like the purge is, is just a perfect example of something that I think is happening day by day, and we don't even realize it. You get what I'm saying? So what you was talking about with the Civil War? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, and and if he got impeached and all that shit, yeah, it would happen. It wouldn't be one war in Alabama and two hundred thousand black dudes, and it's not gonna be. It's just gonna be an everyday action. Of white, uh, supreme, you know, supremacists and, and people who, you know, and blacks who feel like they are, you know, from my understanding, and, and that's how it's gonna be. That's how I feel. From my understanding, the definition of insanity, and I, I found we've actually been on this topic longer than what I anticipated. But, yeah, but it's cool because because we just you know talking free freelance and we just getting off our chest. But from my understanding, the definition of insanity is trying something over and over again and expecting different results. Facts. And to me, bro, it is clear and evident. That our system that we have built is that it, says this is the insane. foundation of America, it doesn't work. Yeah. It don't work. Now, granted, it don't work for us. Yeah. It's working for somebody else. Yeah. And I feel like that's the problem, bro. It's 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 a it's a small group of people who the have benefit. built control over power, money, whatever else means they're willing to use, mm-hmm. military force, cryptocurrency. You know, so it's just like <laughs> and it's a small number of those people who have agreed to be like-minded 
And no matter what, no matter who it fucks over, we're going to keep this shit in place. We're going to keep this shit chugging no matter what. Because so it has gonna let to y'all elect every. We're going to let y'all vote every four years. We're going to let y'all bring in who y'all want to bring in and, and let them be the face. And if and, y'all don't like them or love them. Because now that we're seeing so many people adored and admire Obama. And I don't mean to cut you off. No, you But good. so many people adored and admire Obama. Or, and then before that, so many people fucking couldn't despise Bush. Right. Or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Then before that, you have people who love Clinton. You have people who couldn't stand Clinton. And it's just like, bro, you go, you perpetuate this cycle that just keeps going on and on and on and then give us something to talk about. And yeah. honestly, we probably got the most like out there president as far as like saying what you feel and tweeting and shit like that. But it's just like, okay, <laughs> and I've talked to you about this before, but it's like, okay, let's say we do get the guy we want next time or the girl we want. They do everything the perfect way. If if somebody is able to come in after that and undo what you did in those four or eight years, what do we then have? the system is flawed. What do we really have? There's mm-hmm. no foundation we can truly build upon because mm-hmm. it takes too many turning wheels to even get one thing going, mm-hmm. let alone all these other big issues that never honestly gets addressed. So, so you, you, I think you answered... You're, you're concerned is that it's not it's not meant to honestly exactly solve the real issue exactly that's exactly it's, what I'm saying it's meant to uh, you know and keep you entertained it keep you entertained maybe distracted. maybe distracted maybe we might have by by the grace of God somebody that's in there who really is in your likeness but then after that we're gonna bring somebody else in which exactly. is a Donald Trump who's gonna despise all that and we're not going to see exactly. none of that shit that so that, if it's that a push and pull reactionary exactly. system like oh your guy is in there he did what he's supposed to do exactly. alright wait till I gotta get in here Ex- I bet y'all get Ex- shit done exactly. and then keep going back and forth so back we, and forth back and, and forth and, and that's what I was I was explaining to somebody earlier today is that I feel like we come we, we, we stumble up on the answer so many times but then we go back and re, we re-ask the question again we, we know what the answers is. You know what I mean? That's just what it is, bro. You cannot have that type of system like that to where somebody can re, you know, undo what you've put in place, which we know is a good system. You know what I mean? Exactly, bro. I, and, and I just feel like it just come with, honestly, our education system. Everything. At the very beginning, bro, we have to start being more educated about what, and it's boring as shit. But we gotta we gotta know what goes <laughs> on with the nitty gritty because I feel like and it was a scene in the Matrix I kind of seen and it was talking about how like the whole city was running and shit like that and it was just and he made a point in basically saying and I'm paraphrasing like hell but he was basically saying like people have a peace of mind knowing something works they don't care how it works just as long as they know it works then it's fine and I think that's what we've been fed that hey this works I promise y'all this is the best shit y'all got. Hey, look what they do in China. Look what they do in North Korea. Look what they... It's better than that. I mean, so we just gonna have to make this shit... And I feel like that's what we go with and we just have a complacency and we For just sure. content with what we know because we don't believe that there's something else that, what, could, that what, could possibly work what, better what for it, the rest of us. They made us super prideful to be Americans, man. I remember hey. being in uh, elementary and middle school, uh, maybe, as <laughs> it maybe. Uh, and hold, hold my right hand over my heart and saying the pledges of, of allegiance. You feel me? And meaning it. You know what I mean? And uh, so that's where all that shit stem from. You know, we we defend what we don't know. Um, it's, it's 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 a lot a lot of deep a lot and of I, deep deep rooted shit. I don't think shit. there's anything wrong being prideful in America or being uh, prideful where you from because that's how we all cut anywhere I go. Columbus, Ohio. That's fact, it, that's what yeah. it is. So, but I just want 
the America that I'm vouching for in this in the America that to we really say we are me. to really be that. Yeah. That's 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 my biggest issue. I just feel like we literally the most hypocritical place in the world. Uh, me too. We talk about I, all I this, like this, and this, this, and this, but what we really about is we show something completely different than what we say we're about. Land of the free and God we trust. Exactly. Brother, but we don't move. We don't. We, we, don't we sit around way. talking, you know, being sensitive about, you know, for the, for the atheist people who don't believe in God. That's not my concern. If the mass of the people believe in God, that's just what it's going to be. You know what I mean? Like I, I just that's just my opinion. I mean that's opinion, not my bro. point. My point is that if we say we're about everybody, then we gotta be about everybody. So we, if we if we say we're about everybody, that atheist or that Muslim or that Christian or that Buddha Buddhist, like if we have to have a certain tolerance for everybody, bro. And if not, yeah. then we gotta say then we gotta say what that is. But to say that we're the land of the free, the land of the brave, and we we're, we're accepting and we we all these cultures, and, but then, but all then, of our people started this off immigration. And, yeah, and but then like, but then come down on all of them exactly, and yeah, then come down on everybody yeah. else, and then try to sweep under the rug that this country was built on genocide. Yeah. It was built on the backs of people that don't look like y'all. So, exactly. So so what, like, so what are we really doing? Exactly. But so th- but that's what but that's what I mean about. Stumbling up on the answer and then still reacting the question. Exactly, we, we know, know what it's about. We know what it is. We we that's what I'm saying. We're saying what it should be, but we're not doing that. Not, I mean, that's that's not what, what I'm saying. About. Not, but yeah. you feel me? And that's what bothered me because it's like exactly. we literally wrote it exactly how it should be, but we it just like once you look outside, it's just like you feel me? Yeah. It's like reading a book about a place your whole life, and then when you finally get out there, you be like, this shit is a dump. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is supposed to be the vacation spot of the year. Like I've been reading it, I've been trying to do. Ain't nobody keep up with bro, it, bro. Ain't nobody keeping up with this shit. This, this shit was the water polluted, yeah, the yeah. air foggy. Yeah, then nah, nah, I get I get exactly what you're saying. Exactly, bro. And I mean, honestly, just to segue, was speaking on like tolerance and then differences and stuff like that. I was gonna bring up um like LeBron and you know how he was getting flack for the comments that he made uh, about um basically Daryl Morey. He put out a tweet for those of you, those of you that don't know. Darren Moore is a, a GM of the Houston Rockets, a franchise in the NBA. He made a statement in, or a tweet, and he said, "We stand, um, I stand with Hong Kong or something like that." So, pretty much, they're fighting for rights that they feel like is basic human rights and stuff that we're privy to in the United States that's not necessarily. Um, freely accessible to them in China because they run their country a lot different than we do. So, Daryl Morey got flack from basically the Chinese government um, and then certain people and individuals in China uh, because of what he said and people was calling for him to get fired and he, pretty much Adam Silver, the uh, NBA commissioner, was standing firm like, hey, in America, we believe in people having the right to say what they want to say, even if we don't agree with what they said, Daryl Morey is Daryl Morey, and his comments represented Daryl Morey. It didn't represent the Houston Rockets. It didn't represent the NBA. So I understand y'all upset, but we're not going to punish him or do anything. The best we can do is try to talk and negotiate and appease the situation because there's there's a lot of money to be had within China. They have the largest population per capita. You feel me? So it's like that that that's another situation within itself. So, LeBron comes out. They had a games in China. So-and-so, why this is all going on. I guess Adam Silver was supposed to have a press conference and a meeting, but the Chinese government didn't even allow the media to ask the players questions about anything other than, like, 
literally basketball stuff, what happened on the court just now. Um, so when LeBron finally gets back to the States and stuff like that, he kind of made a statement about Daryl Morey saying, um, I don't think he was fully educated on, you know, what's really going on over there. And I, I understand we got a freedom of speech over here, blah, blah, blah. But I just thought, you know, you got to be careful and think about who gets affected by what you say, which is true. But at the same time, he got a lot of flag because people were saying, uh, and it was people from China that was upset with LeBron. Like, no, like, you're assuming that we disagree because the voices that y'all hear are louder than ours that's saying that that was a no-no. But there's a lot of people who are like-minded and actually do agree with Daryl Morey, and that actually was a good thing for them to see. But it's, it's people on the fence because the Chinese uh, government, just how they run everything over there, it's, a, it's, a, it's way more tight and locked down than we are. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, it's certain websites they can't get on. But they're they're you under, know, they're under like that. surveillance twenty four seven, bro. Uh, we are too, though. <laughs> nah, but I'm talking about like literally, bro. They're on a whole another level. I, I feel like we are too, bro, on everything. But but you know what I'm saying you feel I got a god brother, bro, that's over there, and like when they pull up a website or something, or it tells you like we're monitoring everything you look at, everything you. Like bro, they're on. I feel like that's the only difference is transparency. But that's what it, that's what that's what it may be. That's what it may be. Yeah, I was talking to you about it earlier with Ed, Edward Stone and doing that interview, basically mm-hmm. talking about how the NSA and what they are capable of doing. And I feel like it's the same shit. Mm-hmm. But I feel like because of what they're about and them being more of a like communist country, like they more upfront and abrasive about it to people. So it's just like this is what it is. Y'all gonna have to fall in the y'all gonna have to fucking fall in line. And that's what that's what it come down to is that they understand what it is and that's why they function the way we do. We still don't understand what it is. Because and that's being, why I feel like we're being fed some an bullshit. illusion of it, what, it, what it is versus what it ain't. So so everybody that's what I'm saying. So that's where the difference is, is that you they want us to be as raw as we gonna possibly be, and then we we fought y'all for everything y'all do, and then them over there letting you know like we watching y'all every moment. So just know that you know what i mean and that's just really what it come down to bro like this shit these countries bro is functioning totally different than yeah for sure <laughs> for sure bro we that's why i don't never i don't ever take for granted you know being american I, and, and, and that's facts you know bro. what i'm saying so i don't even because because especially based on the conversation that we just had i don't i don't i don't negate and take that for granted but I just want us to be stronger in our values and what we represent. But like, you you know what's so crazy is like, even with us just saying that, I feel like it's, we dealing with a situation where we got to accept what we shouldn't even have to accept anyway. Absolutely. You know what I mean? We literally, I mean, let's be real, bro. It's, there's no certain type of characteristics of, of being killed by the cops besides being black. So we fall in that line. You get what I'm saying? So we're, you know, basically defending something that like, that shit, that's why it's so crazy. It's like, uh, like picking from the, the better two evils or something. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah, bro. And that's what, that's what we was, that's what we were talking about earlier, bro. That's like, sick, like bro. To, to be complacent, complacent in your reality because what you're being fed is that this is the best that it gets. <laughs> exactly. And that's why I, I was so appreciative of having the opportunity to go to Europe or, you know, mm-hmm. all these different countries outside of the United States to just see, like, it's people living and functioning in this bitch that's just happy, bro. Like, that's not abiding by the same rules that's so important in American culture and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. we are very influential in the world because I feel like the as far as entertainment goes, yeah, yeah, like, 
it just it's just in a, it's just in a different tier because I feel like that's what we invest in a lot. And I I've noticed that too though. As far as America versus other countries, like corporations run this shit, bruh. Like we are constantly like the test subjects for the next big show or product or food or you know like and we just get fed that shit and then once we find something that works like they milk us like cows you feel me until the, until that motherfucker empty and i was like all right let's find the next thing we're gonna keep feeding them feeding them and feeding them and feeding them and feeding them because that honestly i feel like that's what our surveillance is about it's not about oh we need to know every single thing y'all doing because i really care about what such and such is typing in them Google search at two I need in the morning. To know how to market to you. Exactly. <laughs> I need to know exactly how, when, the best way to market to you at all points in time. And, like, and how your brain functions. Exactly. So That's how all it's quick about. how quickly you think of a a, a, a quarter pounder and a, 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 a and a bake a baconator all within the same thought. Exactly. And then I can advertise the hell out of your ass. Exactly. Like, That's just what it oh, Okay, y'all like watching that around that time? <laughs> Exactly. All right, I got to put the perfect commercial right there. Duh, 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 duh. Yeah. It's even been people, bro. But that's and AI. And me myself, I personally experienced this. Just having a normal conversation. We could yeah. be talking about motherfucking checkers, rallies. Like, yeah. all of a sudden, I hop on my IG. It's a rallies thing that pop up in the middle yeah. of the thing. and yeah. getting promoted. So it's just like, bro, we're in the midst of that right. 24-7 surveillance. You're right. I just don't they feel just, like it's, it's about it. national... Security or people's ability to inflict violence and, and destruction on other people. It's literally about the ability of somebody. Basically, somebody sold our souls to somebody else. Well, because in Give the, me it, access to these people's information so I can do what I do better. Because in, in, in the fine lines of, of you creating your uh, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn... All these accounts, they're telling, they're basically saying we have full access to all your shit because nice. we need to know what your best interests are. <laughs> and then with that is marketing and a way to sell to. Oh, what you do for a living? Right. And then, like I said, it's more of us that's alike than that's different. So it's easier to put those in together. Oh well, we kind of noticed that people that work in this area kind of like this. Da, 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 more. And it's like we're talking about something that's super basic and fundamental, but maybe some people don't really key on it. But it is, it is that simple, and only because it's been going on for so long Bro, that they've really gotten it down to a it's science. Li- it's and literally the only thing they can do at this point is see how far they can push and up the ante. We we literally talk about fifteen years. Even even we talking about about fifteen of of what like like. Marketing to you based off of off your likeness. Oh hell no! I think it's been going on since like a little bit after I'm, World War Two. Well, I'm saying I'm saying as far as like cell phone goes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know that, that just comes with the technology. But That's I feel like saying. it just up the ante. That's what but I, I mean. I feel like they have studied because I, I took like a psychology class, bro, and they really was talking about how they really studied and took the time to figure out what colors spark certain emotions oh, from absolutely. you and what can spark a- appetite and mm-hmm. you know so it's like they're scientifically trying to break this down to a science so they mm-hmm. can master how to do it the best way possible that's why you see certain logos and certain colors because mm-hmm. they've literally broken it down that these colors mixed together in this in this way that sparks certain hunger and like mm-hmm. and it's just like wow so like when you when you think about that 
Y'all put that much time and energy to to sell me a hamburger. But and I think what that, else have y'all invested bro, so fact, much in to fact. sell me to think that and perpetuate certain ideas in my in yeah. my mind about what's like really going on or what the world is about or how mm-hmm. I should function in in the world. Yep. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, all that is is facts, bro. Yeah, bro. So it just it just it just get wild. But but yeah, man. Just just to, just to touch on, on on that. But yeah, that uh that LeBron situation was situation was. It's definitely interesting because I feel like it's way more complicated than anybody want to give it credit to. Mm-hmm. And, and, of course, you got a lot of... You got a lot of individuals that doesn't want to see LeBron succeed because <laughs> he's been so positive. He's been carrying himself so well up until this point. It's like any any stones... And I'm a, I'm a LeBron stan. I ain't going to sit here in front. But I feel like any stones that can't be thrown his way because he's been everything... Opposite of what y'all wanted him to be, as far as off the court, there's so many people that that try to hit him with that shut up be athlete, shut up be athlete title, and he's kept pushing and uh, pushing the ante about that like further and further and further and further to a point now where it's like, all right, oh this is our moment. Like LeBron fucked up when he said that. Let's use that as ammo to to you know go at go at Bron. And that's what I think it is. Just ammo to to go at him, but in real reality. He really didn't say nothing wrong. He he, he really said it w- w- while he was saying it, which is, we're, we're in America. We have free speech. I got my opinion on what I think. Exactly. It is. And, exactly. And, and y'all can run with that. But because I've been Mr. Nice Guy and haven't said nothing wrong, then y'all y'all have never had nothing to say, uh, you know, to me. But now y'all got something. So, yeah, he, he, he exactly. Good, bro. But even as quick as that... That had blew up to a thing. I feel like just as quick it kind of blew under oh, the rug. Super. And and that's that's just our society. And if you have an ability to entertain people at a high level, <laughs> mm-hmm. then it's very easy to keep them, or it's very easy to to basically diffuse the situation or distract somebody from like something that's the bigger something picture that's going on or a bigger picture, bro. Mm-hmm. And that's just how we is, especially nowadays because we fed content so often, so quickly at such a Large scale, it's easy to you know just get past the next thing. But honestly, the most important thing, which y'all gonna do this season <laughs> with the team looking like, cause y'all y'all already know, like NBA season kicked off officially yesterday, so we finally got to see what the the Clippers played the Lakers. Played That's the an Lakers. easy one, but it was another yeah. it was another game. The Raptors and I don't know I ain't get to watch none of them who was it the Raptors and somebody else who did they play bro they, they probably they actually they, was they, a good game it was overtime everything they probably played Raptors and who who who, who just won oh, it oh Zion oh, okay. is out the Pelicans oh Zion out <laughs> yeah bro Zion Zion tore his meniscus in his knee bro shut up <laughs> shut up in the preseason <laughs> So, bro, they played, I think they played the Bulls, and that was the last time we seen them. It, was, it wasn't the Bulls. It was another team. But, anywho, they had played, bro, and a little bit after, they were just basically talking about, like, Zion has experienced some left knee soreness. He's going to not be playing wow. at the beginning of the season. And that was about four days from tip-off yesterday. Yeah. So, the next day, oh, well, it's a little bit more serious than they thought. Um, he's going to go ahead and have, like, you know, preventative surgery to prevent any further injuries and kind of do some corrective things to his knee. Next day, Don Torres Meniscus, he's going to be out six to eight weeks. Like, 
Damn! Mm. Like, what's going on? Yeah. I mean... I mean, just just off the top of the head, I mean, he he's just a heavy brother, man. Bro, that's real shit, and that's, that's basically what everybody been been saying. Like, that's what it is. It's, 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 it's just, like just that weight, but it's just like, <laughs> damn, you ain't even get to start the season, bro. But that's what I mean, because he had to go through so much more to prove to get to where he at, and uh, it's just it's like imagine like imagine like a a, a Jared flying through that motherfucking <laughs> air, like on all that bouncy weight. though. Like, bro, it's just... That's a lot of weight. Yeah, you right. You that's right. That's all it is, yeah, bro. That's a, great, that's a perfect way to think of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, he just got to really, really tighten up all the, uh, across the boards. Um, and and then, you know... Yeah, because it, it's... And I, I done been through a leg injury and had, like, knee surgery before. So, I, I, I know, like, it's tough to, to stay in game shape and keep your body right when you can't really do a lot of movement, like, a lot of cardio work. So... Mm-hmm. But with that being said, at the NBA level, when you got those resources, you don't got to worry about going to class and all this other extra, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, no, 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 what I mean, so it's like he's gonna be able to focus in and key in a little bit, a he little got bit more, to. and definitely be be good. I, I think he honestly is gonna be be good as far as like weight management. That's the problem. He we, does we, have to lose about twenty pounds. We, we've seen a lot, but of... but it's muscle. It ain't even. It ain't even. I that mean, it's easy. a it's, it's a little layer of fat. I don't, I don't think a, so, bro. It's a little layer of fat. Because they bro. say he just been gaining, he gains muscle at an extraordinary rate, bro. I don't, I don't see him as being like, like LeBron to me was that like extraordinary. Yeah, like LeBron muscle. got a very low body fat percentage. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. But you can see the muscle. I, I, that's what we gotta check. We gotta check Zion's uh, fat percentage. He might have a lot of muscle up on him. Those calculations. And stuff oh, they got like, to. Like they the got to. Shit, yeah. yeah. I mean that's yeah, that's the first thing they do. So he got a lot of muscle up underneath there. But I'm telling you, man, you know I'm a, you know, shit. I I carry some weight myself, you know, especially back in the day hooping and shit. Like, yeah, bro, it it's just yeah, he got to really just key in on his diet and just, and shred that weight. But that also may affect his gameplay. Cause what make? I'm about to say because he's always been that player, and that's always been an advantage. That's what exact. Because you learn how to play against, you know, with that. So with you, with, with people looking at you and thinking you two steps slower than what you are, that's how you swing and you bang on shit. Because yeah. you faster than what they, ex- you know, expect. No matter how you know, it, it takes a while to even get used to it. You spe- especially if he changing his game and he doing. Different shit, but that's just literally the name of it, my it's game. It's tough because I've seen a lot of people who needed to gain weight, yeah, and they've done that successfully. Yeah. But it's been very few people I've seen who needed to kind of slim down and, and, and be and successful keep, like and that. keep it all. And yeah, and keep and maintain and maintain that weight. Now LeBron is honestly one of the very few people I've seen both gain and slim down and take it back and kind of kind of do both. I, I haven't never seen think... too many people lose weight, bro, and just. But, but maintain that level, that Le- high level of play. LeBron's never like really struggled with weight, though. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, who's consciously tr- attempted to change his body type? Oh yeah, yeah. Like when he went to Miami, he 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 got himself a little bit bigger. Yeah. yeah. But then when he went back to Cleveland, everybody was like, up. "Damn, he slimmed down a little bit. What yeah. he been doing?" And he was talking about, "Yeah, he been on a no carb diet because he wanted to be quicker." And even that affected his body to a certain extent because it was like a quick turnaround. Like you went from one thing to a whole different other thing, so yeah. it was a little bit jarring for the body. And it took like that second year to kind of because remember in like the finals he was. 
cramping, cramping really up. bad. Yeah, and yeah. People had to carry him off the court. Because there was all me? that extra weight. Exactly. So yeah. he, he changed his body type, bro. So I, that's just one of the only people I can really think of that just like... Had like really was trying to make that Yeah, that, that changed his body type to like being heavier to like a slimmer, different type of build yeah. that, you know, kind of... Kind of excel, and, and I'm, I'm sure there's been more people. I just can't think yeah, of them yeah, on top yeah. of my head, but yeah. um, but yeah, man, NBA season is, is is officially here. The Clippers and the Lakers play last night. Um, the Clippers end up winning the game, and it's 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 we've been talking about it leading up to this point, and it's a lot of things from both teams that I've seen that was really uh both both exciting and both concerning on both ends. Like we finally seen like a little bit of the product so far since training camp, so now we finally can kind of. Project and see because as as most people know, Clippers and the Lakers are basically one and two depending on who you are, as like the top contenders to win a championship this year. People think the Warriors is pretty much gonna have an off season with the fact that Clay is out. There's people who got questions about Steph Curry's health throughout the whole season. Like they know he has the talent to carry a team, but can he stay healthy long enough to carry on not only through the season to even have good seating. Um, or to even get seating as close as the the West is, but to also stay healthy throughout the whole process. Yeah, they'll do okay. I think Golden State would do okay, but yeah, Curry, I don't think he has it at all. The the complete it factor to carry a team all the way to like a final. I I think Curry Curry can carry a team to the to the. I think if he was in the playoffs, I feel like Not he can himself. help carry that team. And I feel like they got enough pieces around him to like, kind of help it happen. But I'm talking about 8th, 7th seed, like, barely That's what in I'm there. saying, yeah. yeah. And so, like, with that being said, I don't I question Steph's ability to guard the best perimeter player. Yeah, it's, and it's like, where's that perimeter defense coming from? Because Jeremiah gonna have his hands tied with the, the best post player. Or, or, you know, he might be able to be on the wing as that small forward or whatever position. But... For the most part, it was always Clay kind of guarding that perimeter threat, yeah. and then being able to be that spot up shooter and actually a dynamic shooter on on that other end of the floor too as well. So I just think, and, and I think that attributes to you being healthy because mm-hmm. the more you just taxing on your body, like all right, I gotta defend more now and do this more now. Now it's straining on your body a little bit different, and you expect it rest because it's you know how many games Warriors Steph Curry and Clay and all them on the bench in the fourth quarter just looking at each other like all right, right yeah, we next done. one up you feel me so it's just it's just gonna be a whole different thing but I'm excited to see it because I think his numbers is gonna be crazy but I just but question his health as far as I, staying healthy throughout the whole season I don't think he he can't jack all those shots up like that like you know like when you got a I full think he should but when you got a full load of squad like that then those doors open up to where it makes more sense. But when you just the, when you when you know you that it guy on the floor with your squad, you can't jack all those shots up like that. Not, the only not reason you, I say up the Annie is because because what I always I'm, I'm always keeping in mind I'm thinking about Steph Curry without KD. That was a different Steph Curry to me, and I feel like he wasn't as more laid back kind of let because KD's a glitch. How can you not play through KD? That's an yeah. easy bucket. No matter how good I am, yeah. I know he's scoring that's the, that's the, easier than that's it would the, take me easy money sniper. Man, for real, bro. So like Steph Curry, I feel like he should up it more. Pull that bitch from half anytime you feel like it. Like your green light, whatever. It, how green it was is like neon green now. It's shining <laughs> as bright as possible, bro. Like just go out and gun. Because honestly, five years you've been to five straight finals. You earned the right, bro, yeah. to 
to not only be able to miss the playoffs and kind of recoup and restructure the team and kind of build and go, but but we know who you are, bro. You a two-time unanimous MVP. Like, yeah. we know what you can do. You literally changed the culture of basketball. Yes. It's turned into a more spread out, fast-flowing, shooting type of game. If you can shoot. How, how quicker your release is, it, is more bro, dominant all, you are. Exactly. Your ability Absolutely. to shoot off the dribble and all that, that's like... That's like taking such a dynamic effect, bro. Definitely in like in like today's game. So so it's big, yeah. But but yeah, man, I'm excited. Yeah, we gonna we gonna chop it up about basketball pretty much, man. For for the for the rest of the season, like we said, we basketball guys at heart. So so that's the thing. But you know, we kind of tailor it towards the end to kind of get people a little a little heads up. So so if y'all listening, if y'all haven't noticed, we're gonna try to keep the sports towards the end so we can kind of get everything we need to get out in the beginning. And if you're not into the sport thing, then then you pretty much can do what you gotta do <laughs> uh, without having to miss, you know, the, uh, any content or anything, any anything like that. So I just wanted to throw that out there in case um, it's people not necessarily fun with the sports shit, just to know, like, you know, you got options. <laughs> pretty much, you basically <laughs> got options. But yeah, man, like even as we speak, this uh, Boston Philly game is going on right now. Philly, Philly winning by like 14 and they looking real good and it's people who got them as the number one team coming out the east right now and they got boston at least in the top three so so it's just gonna be an excited season man there's so many parodies going on this year the clippers won without paul george even on the court Kawhi leonard came out balling had 30 points i think he was like what like like nine for 12 from the field 10 for 12 or something like that like not missing just 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 Basically picking up where he left off in the finals this like this last year and focus though yeah focus bro and, and you've seen some flaws within the Lakers offense in my opinion it was a lot of times where they would not necessarily be slow about it but be very transparent and predictable about it mm-hmm. like you got AD on the post oh pass it to the wing do a cut the other way clear out the wing and let AD go to work cool y'all in the clutch moments and y'all trying to all right cool. But literally, when you run it five times in a row, and now you got players like Patrick Beverly, who's kind of cheating the play and kind of leaving his man to go and kind of, you know, dig or, you know, collapse on AD anytime you try to make a move in the post, I feel like that's when you start losing it because your offensive scheming has to be a little bit more creative than it than it used to be. And I say used to be because Frank Vogel is a new coach where you where used to be the head coach of the... Indiana Pacers, he had a short stint with the Orlando Magic. But when I think of him in his most successful moment, it's in that Indiana Pacers team that had Roy Hibbert, Paul George, Danny Granger, and and, uh, Lance Stevenson, and George Hill. And that was a squad, and they used to compete and go uh, with Miami Heat in the finals in the Eastern Conference. And so I could see his frame of mind, and I know he has the schematics to – to make it work as far as working with a dynamic wing player and a dynamic post player because they made it work. But even with that being said, one of the biggest flaws with that team was they used to get super stagnant on offense. And if yeah. that offense wasn't coming from Paul George just balling out his mind, creating, it got super stale. Yeah. And then they started having low-scoring games where they would beat teams, but it was because they were, their defense was so good. They were keeping teams in like the 80s and – the yeah. 90s, you know what I mean? And, and like, this pace in this game <clears throat> and the tempo, yeah, it's, it's just, it's like, way faster. it's way faster. So, slowing the game, 
dumping it in the AD, and then the team get a turnover, transition three, boom, or and one, duh, 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 and keep playing, and just the pace that we know that the game is today, and then you trying to come back down and trade for twos and hope you get your shooters open or hope LeBron can penetrate and make... I just feel like you're setting yourself up for failure early. Mm. Now, granted, we're talking about game one. Yeah, that, that's what it was. Exactly. So, I'm not about to bug out, but just knowing some of the history of, like, Frank Vogel and just some of his offensive his, lapses as an yeah. offensive coach. Defensively, I trust them completely. And they look really good defensively, and they were right in that game. But yeah. just offensively and some of those stagnant moments, it kind of make me a little nervous because it's like I've seen this trend before with a different team. Now, granted, you got two superstars that's probably playing at their position at the highest level, but it's still like it's very, very easy to fall back into those same, those same, those same, same traits. Yeah. Um, I, the only my, my input on it, real quick, is just that uh, I think uh, you know you can't, you you can only go upward from that. You know what I mean? You get him in the in the post. Absolutely. You get him, you know, used to that that whole feel of if his, of his uh, opponent on his back and kind of creating, and then after that, yeah. you kind of you develop a whole yeah. new. Uh, offense, so that's kind of what I see. Um, the NBA is too structured. That's kind of why it's hard for me to watch it because it's so. He, what's like? What's a? What's a? Um, the head coach's name for Lakers? Oh, uh, Frank Vogel. Yeah, Frank. He wouldn't have that that job if he wasn't qualified. You know what I mean? Qualified. They know something about that 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 man, and and I think he he gonna, he got his hands full, but he know what he's doing, man. Absolutely, and, and I feel like honestly though, it just takes. Just take a page out of somebody else's book. Like one thing I could always commend about the Spurs is their their offense. It was a system built in place that mm-hmm. had rules. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to come down and call something every time. You but I know, know based on how the floor is set up, based on the mismatch that one of our superstars has, mm-hmm. I know this might be the best look that we got. Right. So that's the type of stuff that I really mean when I say like the offense got to change up a little yeah, bit yeah, yeah, no, because you, you know it's just it's that's different than being stagnant enough to be like all right get it to AD and now I'm dribbling down the court we don't got no backside action everybody yeah. kind of just sitting there in place and it's we, like we waiting on AD exactly we're yeah. and we're playing at the most elite level yeah. so no matter how talented AD is. Even with the Pelicans, I've seen them go about getting him the ball in a that more same, creative and fashion. That, yeah, and and they, I think that yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying though. They did. You're right. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like we seen AD score. We know he's a big man, but we seen him shoot threes. We seen him do all these other different type of things. And it's like if y'all going to play through AD, that's fine. I think he's one of the top five players in the league right now. But it's just like go about it in a more creative way that isn't so elaborate where. I know, hey, I'm about to go collapse. I know my man is shooter, but I'm going to just collapse and then turn in his head. Or You know, it's just mm-hmm. like Real make cliche. it less predictable, kind of take mm-hmm. away some of their ammo, especially against a team like the Clippers, which is one of their high points. They're going to be an elite defensive team, bro. Yeah. They might actually just set records or whatever, especially when Paul George get back, because what I've seen day one, playing with that intensity and that heart. Now, granted, it was L.A. versus L.A., and that's going to be a rivalry that just keep boiling and just turn into something big but regardless just knowing who they have on the floor and the talent level across that wing and the post players and Montrez Harrell I was kind of I knew who he was but I was like damn with his size against AD that might be it but his heart bruh and how he play and just go out there and go go after and go get it like they are going to be a problem bruh Mm -hmm. and they're going to beat a lot of teams because they play hard on both ends of the floor so even when that offense is stagnant 
Patrick Beverly not gonna let his teammates sit around bullshitting like, oh, y'all ain't gonna play D because the ball not going in the rim. Like, nah, we gonna, nah, let's go, let's get yeah. this. We gonna find Le- another way to get it done, type of deal. Leadership, exactly. And then you got Kawhi Leonard, who just a silent natural assassin, born, bro. Natural born leader, exactly. So and then he leading a different way. So you're not gonna see him in the huddle going crazy, but yeah. I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna be consistent. I'm Lead gonna be by diligent example. about exactly what I do every single night and like just his efficiency and just how he go out there and conduct himself and play. It's just something to come in. Like, I, I, I'm i really a fan of Kawhi Leonard. Like, real mm. real talk. Like, bro, I, I, I really love that about his game. Just go out there and play, bro. Like, I ain't got to say shit. Like, my, my shit speak for itself. <laughs> like, uh, humble assassin. Bro, humble assassin, you feel me? And then that's, that's what out Paul George on the floor. Yeah. Because you don't need impressed. nobody, man. Exactly. He didn't, he didn't done that. He didn't play with old heads. You know bro, what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. And being that's that system it, in San Antonio and then man. taking that to the Raptors and now with the Clippers. Like, yeah. it's just something to see. Your, your, your circumstances is what, what make you. You know what I mean? Exactly, bro. And it just, and it just build it up. Because honestly, in 2013, 2012, I would not have thought Kawhi Leonard was going to be one of the best players in the you league. You feel me? I, and, and not to say that he wasn't talented. I knew he was going to be elite at his position, but he's just flat out one of the best yeah. players in the league. And I'm talking about top three, top five. So so just to see him playing at that high level and just keep elevating, like, I'm a LeBron fan at the end of the day, but I'm a basketball I'm fan more say, than anything. I'm a basketball fan. Exactly. Yeah. So, so seeing people play at a high level, knowing that it ain't that one team that just seemed like they're going to win it all this year with the Warriors and stuff like that, like, the fact that this year is so up in the air and I can't pinpoint that one team that's just really got it. Because even with that being said, it's still shit that the Clippers still got to work on. But yeah. we know it's game one. But just just that openness and just not knowing, not necessarily what you're going to get from every team. You kind of expect some teams to be better than others. But it's just like, I can't give nobody the crown yet. Like, hey, I, I ain't seen enough from nobody yet. You still got to show me some shit. So just that, that alone just got me super excited about about the season period and yeah, just to kick everything off yesterday, man, that was a, that was a a one day for me just to see basketball back back on my screen. So, so yeah, man, I'm excited. But um, this is probably one of our longer episodes, man, for real, for real. But we got into it, man. We got into a lot of a lot of a lot of deep subjects. Um, talking about a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure y'all definitely leave y'all's feedback um, in the comments. Let us know how you feel. Give us your feedback on the topics that we touched on, kind of what we said, and we just want to open up that dialogue, man, and just continue to have that back and forth. Like I said, we took a little uh, a break off for the week, but, yo, we right back at it. Um, and then hopefully, you know, we're just going to keep keep on with the uh, regular schedule once a week, try to try to give y'all something. Um, but, yeah, y'all seen y'all in the feedback, y'all's comments. Um, shout out to Megan. She yeah. uh, definitely showed us love. Yeah, she yeah. put us out there. So shout out to Meg, shout man. Out. Man, hope you hope you doing well. Um, but yeah, she definitely shouted out the show, man. Just gave us her feedback, and then we posted it on our page just to show, like, yeah, at the love, end of the yeah. day, good or bad, it's just the fact that you know somebody took the time out to listen and then give us constructive criticism on what they heard and, and how they feel about it. And that's all we really ask from y'all, man. So hey, go follow the page. Um, yeah, exactly. Instagram but, page. Yeah, but what do I know? On Instagram, um, and then of course you can follow me at Craig Keon on IG as well. We're gonna be posting the posting the th- stuff on there as well. But yeah, but what do I know is the main page, and then if you go to buzzsprout.com um, backslash, but what do I know, then you can find the page there as well. But we're gonna keep that link we gotta, in the um. We're gonna have to spread it out through some more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what I was gonna say. We are, we're definitely in the process of working on uh. 
getting it out on more platforms because we're going to be able to touch everybody and, and, and reach all different audiences then we know everybody isn't able to just necessarily tap into us the same way so we want to definitely open that up um so it's, it's coming it's coming sooner than later um at the end of the day yeah we still we still you know trying to get some things under under wraps and, and get that squared away so bear um, with us so yeah definitely bear <laughs> with us but yeah like i said man we definitely don't take it for granted everybody tuning in with us and, and, and listening man we definitely appreciate y'all more than anything but yeah the biggest favor y'all can do for us is to share or or leave feedback or, or do both and and just kind of help us build because like i said the most important thing we want to do with this platform is to build a community where everybody got a voice and we can have open dialogue on everything we discuss so it isn't just one side where y'all tuning in listening to us it's, it's about us listening back to you and then taking that and then putting that back on the platform and we just Going back and forth from there. And growing, you know. Hey, follow me on IG at your boy underscore cook. Yes, sir. You feel me? Yes, sir. Tap in. Already, you already know, man. But that's that's it for today's episode. It's episode four, but what do I know? And it's your boy Craig Keon. And it's your boy Cook. And we out.